0: what's going on everybody welcome back to six pod Toronto Sports Podcast. Well, we might go past Toronto a little bit today um, due to the impending free agency. Do you like... Sorry, we need to do an intro. Jacob and Simon, uh, I'm just super excited for this th- this episode. It's going to be fun. Uh, how are you doing? What's going on? How's your week? Tuesday, just wrote an exam. How, uh, how
1: are you feeling? Yeah, you know, still still decompressing after the exam but um simon you know what i don't like about london can i tell you something london ontario because so, i know london, we have ontario, international
0: everyone. we have some international listeners so yeah we are so global get that um
1: confused yeah so yeah so the london bus system simon uh i had an exam sunday morning almost made me late it just didn't show up i was on two apps it said you know coming at this time coming at this time two times where i was like okay both those are acceptable for me to get on and make my exam in time simon Mm -hmm. i'm standing there it's about five minutes past um when the second one was supposed to come right in about 20 minutes until my exam for reference i'm about if i'm just walking on average simon it's about a 35 40 minute walk okay okay i bolt i just bolted right made it Mm -hmm. in about 20 minutes which is Unheard of for me. Um, but I'm already frustrated. I'm sweaty, you know, my mind's not in the right place going into the exam, frustrated with the bus system. And then today I finish an exam. I walk to the bus stop, you know, I check out when are they coming? They say these times. So you know what? I sit there, about five minutes past, you know, five minutes past when they're supposed to come. I say, you know what, I'm gonna walk down to the next bus stop and hopefully I can catch up there, just long as I'm, you know, moving forward. I like to be progressing, you know, mm-hmm. not just standing stagnant. Um, so Simon, they don't come, right? I'm waiting an extra like five, ten minutes after. So I start walking. And as I'm walking to the next bus stop, bus passes me, right? Get to the next bus stop. Okay, that guy passed me. I'm going to wait for a bit. No, Simon, this happened three more times where I'd stop. I'd walk and the bus would pass me as I'm like right in between the two bus stops. This happened three times. Frustrated. So,
0: how are you doing I mess with your uh mindset on writing
1: um like on on um sunday when i wrote that one that was a little i was a little rattled at the beginning but Fluffy. today it was it was after so i was just already in a pretty like grumpy mood and then just became grumpier so looking forward to this uh this time with you
0: yeah um Did you not think to take an Uber? Like did that not cross your cross your mind or did you just
1: feel like that was not an option? Um yeah, Simon, uh I thought about it and I think it's just not worth like, you know, the 8 bucks. It's going to cause a little bit of, you know, anger in the meantime, but $8 saved is uh is pretty important to me at this point in my uh in my financial journey simon you know what i mean (laughs) i do i do know what you mean
0: uh all right well it's been two weeks since uh our last episode and jacob and i have both expressed our support to this kind of recording schedule for a couple of reasons um both as we've mentioned in the past are university undergrad students both have jobs and so it is sometimes difficult to mm-hmm. record every week but one of the benefits of a bi-weekly or sometimes every three weeks but we we try for uh, every two weeks is that more things uh, happen and it's kind of served us um, some benefit we've spoken about covering a story or an event and you know the days that we've been uh for afforded uh with this kind of extended recording schedule so we appreciate those who uh are listening and yeah we're, we're just having fun so lots, been, lots of happening lots 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 has been uh been going here uh in the nba Trade deadline Thursday?
1: Wednesday? Thursday? Approaching. Um Thursday. What is Thursday? Thursday. Man. The Nets lost again. Sorry. Um, um
0: the question that I was gonna ask you like seven seconds into this podcast without doing like any intro is do you like the trade deadline being earlier on in the season? Because it's still, like, six weeks away for the NHL. Do you like it that it's a little bit early? Because they kind of finish around the same time, right? The NA, the, like The NHL and the NBA season. Do you like that, like, trades
1: have more impact on a team? Yeah, I, I like, like, I, I definitely think you want to see what you have first. So I think you have to give them at least half the season. So, you know, the NBA is what? about 60 game, not 60, close to, I think 50, you know, 52, 53, 54, around there right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, over half. So I think this is probably close to two thirds almost even right around 60. I think that's a, I think that's a, a fair time for it. I don't think, you know, too late. It's like, I don't know. It doesn't feel like it's your team going it's too early you know you're not really able to evaluate what you have you know especially like look at a team like the raptors like we didn't have anyone we didn't have our full lineup healthy for like you know the first couple months and we were pretty rocky and then now that we have them all back simon we're on a six game winning streak you know what i mean so i think you have to give teams time to see what they have you know see are there injuries that are lasting the whole year and then say you know we also want you to be a team by the time you get to the playoffs right
0: Especially with games being canceled because of COVID. So mm-hmm. you're even left with less games sometimes to evaluate your team. I found that I f- I find that interesting. It was kind of a thought that um, appeared in this tiny brain of mine today. I was like, it's kind of... I think there's definitely pros and cons to having a trade deadline a little earlier in, in the season. My one mm-hmm. concern... With having a trade deadline earlier is the aforementioned point which you said you don't have enough team you don't have a lot of time to evaluate the team as built and actually Mm -hmm. bobby webster said that today in his presser uh he literally said like we're just starting to evaluate what this team is as constructed or i guess as designed Mm -hmm. um And the only downside is if you're a team that's kind of like a bubble team, Mm -hmm. like I think the Raptors are actually a really good example of a difficult decision that a team has to make that's elicited by an earlier trade deadline. Mm -hmm. I think Webster at all, and and the front office would much rather have till mid-March to evaluate what this team is right because if they need reinforcements if, if this is a if this is a season that that they want to push okay let's let's go get some reinforcements let's we're buyers but if this team is just running a hot streak right now and this isn't the season to uh look to equip our, our chamber of weapons then then we look to be potentially sellers and obviously the one that i'm particularly thinking is tragic which we'll talk about a little bit later in this pod mm-hmm. but that's just the one downside it's like you just don't have uh you just don't have that ru- that runway to evaluate your team which i guess nhl teams have with it being later and in the season
1: mm-hmm. What do you think is more valuable to a team, Simon? Do you think it's it's more important to evaluate what you have and have that time, or is it more important to have chemistry going into the playoffs?
0: So here's a good example. And it's obviously an this isn't... of me?
1: I need an answer, Simon.
0: Yeah, so I think it can backfire. What can um, backfire? I, it, it can backfire... Um, by pushing the trade deadline too close to the playoffs that's what i mean like what what it. is
1: more important for a team to have you know their whole team together and evaluate it or is it more important for a team to have some like sufficient yeah, time to build chemistry for the playoffs? no i'm asking you what you think i think the latter like i think
0: chemistry you think it's more is important so to have important. chemistry I, I think i think yeah because you know you look at last year with the Leafs, um nick folino Right, he came in, obviously extenuating circumstances. Right, mm-hmm. COVID season. There was still that dumbass fourteen-day quarantine, so mm-hmm. if he was not doing anything for fourteen days. There was like eight games left in the season, right? So he wasn't really able to get any chemistry. He played five games and then injured himself. Uh, so you know th- that is that is the that is the trouble with waiting. And um, yeah, it's just an interesting thought. Moving forward, mm-hmm. this is still an important trade deadline for the Raptors, I think. Not a, not as sense, important, right? not as important as last year, obviously, right? With uh, the departure or potential departure. I think it was like literally up to 4 p.m. of. Yeah. Khalo,
1: greatest raptor
0: of all time. Grote, oh. so it's it's different. It's a different vibe. I was a we so good Ill. this year. Yes, we good last yeah.
1: year at all. No, thank you, Aaron Bain. Terrible. Yeah. Oh man, know, did you did you hear about him by the way? No, I've actually I actually completely forgot his existence until like you he, brought it back up. He was. I think he there. almost
0: died. Oh well. In in uh the Olympics in the Olympics. Yeah. Like like for Australia. Yeah. When he was there, I think he, I think something happened that like, was very serious. I don't want to speculate, but I think I read somewhere after this episode, search it up. Listeners search it up. Fact check me. I think he almost died though. Anyways, no matter if he died or not, he was not a good basketball player for us. Uh, yeah. hope he's well though. Hope he's well. Hope he's far but away from the Raptors, though. Far, 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 far away. But if, you're, if you're Webster, all right, hey, hey you're, you know, you're. Let's say you're. Let's say you're B Webster. Okay, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you've got two phones. Did you know he has two phones? He showed the media one people, for two one phones. I don't. I don't know. I don't. He like, has What two do you phones. think one's
1: for? What do you think the other one's for?
0: I think one phone is just for Dragic. Like if you, if you're a team that wants Dragic, call mm-hmm. this number because they want to deal him quick times
1: no so it's like a my, it's like a streamline hotline kind of
0: exactly if you want to if you want to do it you're if you're a team that wants him you call this number so what are you what what are you doing this deadline like what are you evaluating like what's mm-hmm. going on because as you mentioned six game streak i'm starting to vibe with this group okay i think can you Gary- not very Gary Trent Junior is just a bucket.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think Siakam is playing amazing basketball.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think Scotty Barnes is fantastic. He's going to the All Star game.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, Not as an All Star, for everyone, for a Rising Stars competition. First yeah, and same second no, year He's going to
0: Cleveland. He's going to Cleveland. Yeah, he's uh, going. All Star. Um, Should have Fred VanVleet. We'll talk about that too. But what yeah. are you doing? How are you approaching this? Give me your approach,
1: framework, ideology. Yeah. So, Simon, you know, going back to Aaron Baines, right? Like, he was a terrible center for us. And, you know, can I confidently say that the center position is filled now? No, not at all. Um, Simon, I saw a stat yesterday, and this Mm -hmm. really kind of made me upset to see a stat like this. So precious Achua, who's kind of been our starting center most of the year. um, Simon, he's in the 98th percentile for like difficulty of shot. So he is like among, has among the easiest shots in the whole league, Simon. Okay. Do you know the stat? Yeah, no. Okay. He's in the 98th percentile for difficulty of, you know, shot based on like location on the floor. Do you know, Simon, what his field goal percentage is? It's got to be like. Sorry. Sorry. What percentile he's in for field goal percentage from that distance. The 10th? Zero. Like he's literally the worst, the absolute worst you can be at finishing at this position. Okay. Okay. So he has the easiest shots and Simon makes none of them. Okay. So think about that. It's not good. No, I I that's like, I, that's like, I have.
0: I don't think he's good right now. Okay. I think
1: he's athletic. I agree. I think he has a, a good and I also base, think that man. he's good
0: at def- I I think he's defensively strong as well. Is he? I don't know. I that's my perception he's of okay. him, but I really don't know he's what. He's a I'm hustle
1: guy. At. Uh he's not going to like pad, you know, stacks or the uh the sorry, pad the stat sheet or anything. Uh, with his blocks and steals but I think he's a pretty he's a physical presence for sure of the of the three centers we've been cycling he's the he's the best option I would I would absolutely agree with he's he's the best option kind of when it comes to defense even though Chris Boucher does put on a block party when he comes on the court Um, but yeah his like post presence is it is what it is right and Kem Birch has been injured lots of the year and he's just coming back with his face mask now so don't really know what to expect out of him but simon you know you you talk about a deadline and a need i think if you're going to make a trade it's for a center like an established now are you also
0: sorry to interrupt you no are you moving precious or trying to move precious are you giving up on the achua
1: i am researching i'm 100% this i think if you can get a center who's not in his final like 3 years of his career whoever you get as long as he's you know better right now is is the better bet and i think you know precious in his second year he's in his second year so he's also going to the rising stars game um i don't know how but i just you don't he's young he's young i don't know i know he's young but like
0: he's a man rookie. i'm really
1: bad at these young takes so precious at is a lock now for MVP 2023, (laughs) Simon. But um, I'm saying sell them. I'm saying sell them. If we can get, you know, a quality center, you look at who's on the market right now, like Miles Turner, um, you know, with the Pacers kind of blowing up their team today. Um, You also look at, you know, a player like uh, Jakob Pertl, who's on a non-contending Spurs, and I think who's near the end of his contract. So either of those two guys, Simon, like gives us like a presence inside that I don't think we... Um, I think we need to unlock, like, a fuller potential. Our team is amazing. Like, the five we run most of the time, incredible.
0: No bench, though.
1: But when we face Joel Embiid, Simon, in the playoffs, Mm -hmm. or when we play, if we have to play, you know, we have to play a guy like um, Giannis, even. Like, who do we have with the size to guard Mm -hmm. players like that, you know, Mm -hmm. and the abilities? We don't. Um, and if those are the other team's best players, they're going to torch us. Ultimately, Mm -hmm. I think like, I think a championship team needs someone who can guard Mm -hmm. and produce at this, at the five. Okay. And I don't think everyone will agree with that. Cause I don't think we can win with Siakam as our center. He's a great defensive player. He's a great offensive player. Um, but you know, he moves like a small forward power forward, even sometimes like a point guard. Um, so, you know, I, I just feel as though if this team wants to compete and I don't, I don't know if it wants to compete right now it's middle of the pack, they're on a hot streak but I don't know if they're like going to be okay, we're moving these guys to get a quality center so this year is part of our window I don't think they're necessarily thinking like that
0: So who are your who's your wish list? Give me your two <sighs>
1: Um
0: realistically don't say something egregious here
1: yeah i think i think miles turner like i mentioned would be great he can you know block shots with the best of them he's often within like the top five of uh, blocks per game he's someone who can shoot the three he's not super consistent but you know compared to the fives we have now um i definitely would take his his three-point shot so i think you know there are a lot of pros with him, but I do believe the ask for for Turner would be would be a starter, probably like Barnes mm-hmm. or you know we've talked about this before. But you know Masai is has his untouchables, and I believe OG and Scotty and probably probably Trent at this point too are well, you're not
0: moving Trent. You're not moving Trent.
1: Yeah, you're not moving Trent. And with Van Vliet and Siakam's. Um, contracts no. like they're not getting moved either right no. uh, along with their great the, seasons the core,
0: so. the core like i see i see flynn move, being moved before and don't tell eric flynn.
1: you can't tell him um, man
0: that is such a that is such a interesting situation
1: um for everyone who, who eric flynn is malachi flynn the backup point guard for the raptors dad who uh
0: who likes i think to go nurse, a little bit. nurse hates flynn like I think, I think Malachi, like just took this... Nurse's guitar and just destroyed it or something. Because like, oh man, M- Malachi gets no playing time, bro. It's like thirty oh. seconds at like a blowout game in the fourth.
1: I know, and here's another thing um, I kind of want to mention too. Like going back to we have no bench, like you mentioned, Simon. We have no bench. Like it's not like the guys <laughs> we have on the bench can play, and we're just not playing them. It's like. If we play the guys on our bench, we're going to go back to the team we were, you know, a couple months ago when we lost. We had a losing record. So, like, the recipe is there right now, but it's not something that's sustainable by any means, you know? Like, you look at some of those OT games they have with Miami and Chicago. You got, like, everyone playing 45-plus minutes, you know, in the starting lineup. And they're all averaging, like, you know they're all averaging 15 points per game? Mm -hmm. At least. That's impressive. Like the whole like their their deadly five lineup with Siakam, Trent, VanVleet, Vliet, OG, and um Barnes, they're all mm-hmm. averaging at least 15 points a game, which is pretty crazy. Um, but again, not sustainable for a championship caliber team. Like look at so, our 2019 team, Simon. Pardon me? Sorry, I don't mean I don't mean to keep going on this, but look at our 2019 team, right? Mm-hmm. You got Fred on the bench. You got Pascal on the bench. Norm. You got Norm on the bench, right? Three guys and we didn't even have OG. OG. That whole OG. I was about to
0: say I OG would have been on the bench if he wasn't hurt. So,
1: exactly. And like having you four we guys We're actually so guys, blessed
0: man for that team. Like you don't really realize wh- who we had on the bench.
1: Oh man. You don't even, like well, look at our starters too. Marcus Saul, Serge Ibaka, yeah. Kawhi. Yeah. yeah. Danny man, Green. I, I, that team, but I'm Dan, I'm happy they're putting it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't care much about Danny Green being on, to be honest with you, but he, no, he, uh, he was cost good to us a that championship.
0: Yeah. So, moving on to the most interesting story, I think, for the Raptors is Dragic. And this has really been an, an interesting situation for the entire relationship between the team and Dragic. Right. You remember he was moved basically just as a money piece in the sign and trade because the Raptors wanted a chua and they needed the money to work. And then like two days later, Dragic is like bashing the Raptors in the Serbian media. doesn't Doesn't want to play on this rebuilding team, doesn't want to go to Canada. Started off rough. He came to Canada showed up to training camp, played four games. He wasn't particularly good. And then he started just playing basically non-existent minutes because the the nurse and company wanted to prioritize the development of Trent, Barnes, and obviously Dragic didn't like that. And there has been this family emergency that has gone for like three months now which is totally okay um if that's how it's going to be framed perfect but what pisses me off is that he is just training with the miami heat like that's that's what's frustrating to me and like he's at the miami heat games watching them like he really just couldn't give less of a shit which it's i don't really care because the Raptors don't give a shit either. But regardless, this is a very uh, fascinating storyline. Where do you think Dragic is gonna end up? Obviously, the easy narrative is Dallas for for Luca, right? Because they're all friends. I think somehow they're related or whatever. They're not related, but like they're very close family. They're, they're
1: both Serbian, right? No, 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 no. Yeah, they are. One of them is Serbian. One of Slovenian, no?
0: I don't know. They're friends. They like each other. They yeah. talk all the time. They have matching tattoos. Um, yep. They don't have matching tattoos. Tragic though. Slovenian. I was completely Sorry. lied to you all. But where do you think he's ending up? Is is it Dallas?
1: Uh, I think that's a strong possibility. And I'm trying to World. think, you know, what What can the Raptors get from Dallas, though, at this point in time? Dallas is not, a, like, a strong team, Simon. They have a couple great players and that's about it. Right. They're not a deep team. They're not someone who has like a lot of value hidden away. So I don't, I don't know if I see a trade happening. as much as he knows, you know, Drogic wants out, you know, he's still going to get the best value he can get for Drogic. So, you know, I think it really does depend on what we can get for him because we're giving someone like a fantastic veteran backup point guard. For a team looking for you know guard depth or experience for the playoffs, this is like one of the best guys you can go for, especially because you know he hates where he's playing currently. Um, you know, and you look at teams like like just on the fringe, like you know Boston. They're uh, they're good again, but do they need another piece when it comes to the guards? They got you know Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown. Is that enough? So I think you'll have to kind of look. Up? At- Does he end up in Miami? No, he doesn't end up in Miami. But I also think the Lakers are a possibility. Um, The Lakers are bad right now. Yeah. And that kind of makes me happy, Simon. So we're the Nets, though. It's crazy. The two teams we had in the finals are terrible right now.
0: Man, the the longevity of our takes, Sherm, are just (laughs) atrocious. They're just absolutely atrocious. (laughs) It's okay. Folks say that Dragic is still an impact player, apparently, and so mm-hmm. I did a little bit of research because really it's all about his um, impact in the playoffs. That's really all yep. he's. That's all. That's that's his value this year,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and i watched him a little bit in the summer of 2020 in the bubble in the resume to play mm-hmm. and truthfully that was one of the first seasons that i started watching basketball like regularly without the raptors involved i enjoyed mm-hmm. that that heat series and the reason why couple there was nothing on hockey wasn't on at that point or it was but it was ended the Leafs were out as they always do mm-hmm. so i was just watching that and secondly we were just starting we were just starting this podcast and so i felt it was my duty to learn basketball i don't know what i'm talking about but at least i need to know how to pretend like i know what i'm and talking about at
1: least the about. effort's there too right
0: and so i i watched him and he had a really big part in that in in that Miami chip run Injuries tough, right? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. sure, in in versus uh Indiana in 2020, uh, 22 points per game led the team versus Milwaukee in 2020. Indiana, yes, Verse Indiana, versus Indiana, versus Indiana, versus Indiana. Okay, yeah, versus Milwaukee in 2020, 18 points per game. Second, obviously, like five or six rebounds, too. Sorry, five or versus six, assists too. Boston. 20.5 points per game second on the team. In Milwaukee in 2021, that wasn't a very good series. Uh 16 points per game. So Dragic can play.
1: Yeah, he's been he's been like a like a not a top tier, but top half player, you know, most of his career. And I think he can be
0: a huge asset to the team, to or or to a, to a contending team. So, if we get, are you looking for like draft considerations? Yeah, I would. Dragic, like, would you take like one for one Turner
1: for Dragic? Who says no? See, Simon, almost all the returns you get from Dragic are going to be, you know, a, a positive for you because. You're taking someone who doesn't play at all right now, who's just, you know, taking up cap space. And you're getting something out of it. You're maybe not getting, like, a this player a right really now. This is a really fortuitous you're
0: situation for the Raptors.
1: Yeah, you're getting more than what you're giving away at this point, right? So any kind of trade with Dragic is good. But as I said, like, I think Masai is going to get the best deal possible. So whether that's a, a pick next year, because, like, you know, I could, so he's not going to go one for one for Turner, right? Indiana's getting like three
0: first round picks.
1: Yeah. I'm thinking we can get probably an okay backup plus like a second for Dragic if he goes to a contending team. Even a team like Milwaukee, man.
0: Man, folks have been saying that. Like I've heard that.
1: Honestly, I'm going to make a change in my prediction of who wins. I think the Bucks you are going to can't do again. that. You can't do that. I know I that. can't. I, know you I can't do that. I know I can't. What do you but mean? I'm mentally, I'm making a note so that everyone... I know, like, officially, my stance is still the Nets. Um, but yeah. there's How's so that? much disruption there right now, Simon. And, you know, KD being out rest of the year, they might not make the playoffs at this rate. How are we playing injured? half the games? What is it
0: it's, It can't be the Achilles, right? Or is MCL. It... MCL. Oh, my god, So, goodness.
1: Knee, knee sprain... Um, Harden's out with hamstring tightness and Kyrie's playing half the game. So, you know, that big three is working out big time. The Lakers are looking like one of the, you know, worst teams LeBron's ever been a part of. Um, Man, imagine like literally getting every player you want. All their fans are like, You know, it's over. We got Carmelo Anthony. We got Anthony Davis. We got um, LeBron. And we got Westbrook this year. And just something there, Simon, is so broken. LeBron's putting up career average numbers, you know, and being the best player in the world ever. His career average numbers are like 28, 7, and 8, Simon. So the issue is not LeBron. The Lakers have got to figure it out the bucks you know they still have their guys i don't i don't you know i don't want them to win but i think they're looking strong
0: how happy are you that we are led by competent smart individuals
1: oh so happy
0: like this team's man. set up
1: man like i wouldn't like if you told me like 3 years ago simon that we'd be like beating all these top teams without Kawhi, Lowry, Damar, Gasol, Ibaka like you know guys that for the past like five years were like the reason we were good and now we're left with you know the bench players from those years and you tell me that you know we have an all-star we have you know two guys going to the Rising Stars games we have a whole starting five of 15 points per game I'd be like what so I'm really impressed with just the way they've Been able to plan and see potential in guys because it gets impressive, Simon, the way they've seen potential in these players. Like Fred VanVleet, undrafted, Simon, barely six feet tall, not a necessarily athletic player, all-star, right? Pascal Siakam didn't start playing basketball till he was, I forget the age, but in his teens, right? Wanted to be a pastor. Gross now. All-star, all-star starter probably going to be like nba 13 if he continues this play
0: raptors culture man raptors culture that's what it is
1: do you think do you think it's the culture that pushes people
0: i also just think we have a brilliant front office and basketball operations
1: yeah i mean the i think the player development's got to have some sort of like that's what i mean that's what i mean yeah oh yeah because man what like as an organization summit i don't think there's been a better one like if you want to talk about organization i don't think there's been oh, a better no. one in the you past you no like
0: what league um rank you're looking at whether it's espn's whether it's um sportsnet like canada america europe whenever like nba front offices are ranked we're mm-hmm. like one or two we're always like up there
1: it's it's awesome like it's it's really a blessing and we got especially, him for how many more especially,
0: years exactly and especially with like noting that it's sometimes tough to get talent to come to Canada uh speaking of great basketball
1: development how happy are you for Fred VanVleet he's just like one of the most likable guys I think I've ever seen Simon there's How can you not cheer for an undrafted, you know, like I said, barely six foot, not necessarily the most athletic player. And he's just, you know, putting on a show. He's leading like he's the leader of this team. Him and Mm -hmm. you make a case for Pascal, too. But like, Mm -hmm. man, the things like he just does for this team, he's like barely, you know, he's I guess he's a vet now, but like we've seen him grow and become this all star. And there's just absolutely like no way you can not cheer for this guy. You know what I mean?
0: Bet on yourself.
1: I love that. Did you see the video of him on his draft night?
0: No. I've never seen Fred look nervous before. And he, he looked down, could and tell he was that. nervous, man. Like like he, the way he was walking well, he coming was down. into the of
1: me? He was down. Wait, what are you talking about? Are you talking I'm sorry. sorry? Sorry. I'm talking about I'm talking about the video of him at his draft party on draft night.
0: Oh when he didn't sorry. get drafted. I- I thought you were talking about the video of – did you see the, like, Open Gym video? Uh, oh, where, not yet. Oh, yeah, bro. You got to go check that out on – it's on okay. Twitter. And it's, like, videoing him the night, the the pics uh, of yeah. last week of the All-Star. And you can see his old nervous. Yeah, man, I've seen his record on, like, a 480p yeah. video of his draft night. He brought, like, 150 people to this bar in uh, Rockford, Illinois. Um. Yeah. and. It's crazy, like just how far he's come, and it's super inspiring. And it's been a it big is, week for, sure. for Fred
1: VanVleet. A lot of commitments. Engaged, right? Yeah. Congrats. Engaged. Um, they have a kid together. Is that that's the the girlfriend you had? The Freddie yeah, Jr. They have with, three, right? I think.
0: They have two or three. I
1: hope for they have the another one people. for the playoffs, so he can become, you know, Fred yeah. Van Vliet I think as a new think, dad again. I think Bobby arranges that. Um. Imagine how good he'd be, like if he had another kid. Because you know, at the twenty nineteen point, he wasn't an all star. He was good, wasn't an all star. Now he's an all star. If you add his powers when he's an all star,
0: so Fred and like if you're unlimited listening to this, possibilities.
1: Yeah, if you're listening to this,
0: Valentine's Day is coming up. Mm-hmm. Be a little bit late for a playoff baby, but hey, At least dad, you know, dad power, dad strength. Yeah. We're looking
1: for next year, right? Long term. Still got two more years after this, right? With Toronto, so.
0: It's, I don't know if this was, I don't know if this was satire. It's tough because with Raptors Twitter, man, you'd like people post like fake quotes and tweets and shit all the time. Right. But I saw, I saw this one thing where uh, it was quoted by Freddie. He's like, I was more nervous the night of the all-star um, the All Star uh, selection. Then when I proposed to her in in, in Toronto, and I th- I thought that was funny. Uh, don't know if it's true, but I could see Fred potentially saying that. Um, yeah, congrats it's to so him. Calm, eh? It's that's so what calm. I mean. That's the that's the video that I'm I'm the open gym moment. You gotta go see it because like it really yeah, is the it. first time you see him like nervous or stressed um at all yeah ever yeah Yeah. it was cool it was cool all right uh moving on to some other uh some other proselyte materials Um, the olympics i feel like can we just quickly talk about the olympics jacob would that be okay absolutely Absolutely, Simon. Um,
1: I got to be honest with you, full transparency, I haven't yep. watched a lot.
0: Me neither. Um okay. for a couple of reasons which I won't get into, I, I do disagree with the Olympics going on in China for mm-hmm. the various human rights concerns that that country has. Mm-hmm. So, I'm 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 weary of that plus just the time zone sucks. Like it sucks to to kind
1: of get into it. Like. Yeah. Um, Did you see but... the? Um, sorry, sorry to interrupt. Did you see the um, the what's that high like the really scary downhill skiing jumping? What's that called again? Big jump. Is it just downhill? Big jump. Yeah. Did you see the venue for that? Big jump. Yeah. Did you see the?
0: Uh yes. Yes, it's literally it's like beside old, a nuclear. It's beside a nuclear plant, it, like an out of use nuclear plant. On yeah, that but it's okay though because they painted shocking. the rings on it. No, they painted the rings on it, so it, it looks, it just looks like a big pillar. I think. Um,
1: no, it looks shocking. Um, it's such a dystopian esque. Yeah, it is, eh?
0: But yeah, I'm I'm with you. The only time I stayed up for an event. Was Canada's only gold by uh, Max Perot, right. who won the men's snowboard slope style? Jacob, did you know that that was an event, Slope
1: mm-hmm. style? Here's how I know. How? Um, Mark McMorris is like the guy who's supposed to win that, I'm pretty sure, for Canada. And got he was bronze. like. Yeah, exactly, and like, he's the guy that's like always, you know, been good for us. I feel like a consistent medalist. I think that's his third gold or his third Olympic medal now. So I think I kind of remember him being a consistent medalist in that event. But it's cool, eh? Like, I think it's yeah, fun. We're I, try I to to get him on a pod. That. He'll be here. Couple, give us a little bit. Um, we'll McCormick let him Moore's come back. Soon. Do a
0: little, do a little bit of celebration. Um, but now, super cool for Max. Uh, especially because he was diagnosed with Hodgkin's lymphoma at the end of Mm -hmm. 2018 came back and won gold, um, which is super cool. Good, good Mm -hmm. for him. Uh, Similar in terms of coming uh, or, or overcoming adversity. Um, Similar to Mark McMorris, right. There was that really scary crash that, not to be dramatic, but it, he could have died from that. Uh, I mean, the speed back. and the heights these guys play with oh, is no man, joke, Simon. It's, it's, it's crazy. It is nuts. And yeah, so our, our medal count is not amazing. We have one gold, four, four bronze, and a silver. Six, okay.
1: Who's who's number one right now? I'm gonna assume US or Republic of China.
0: Uh Sweden.
1: What's that? Sweden, apparently. Sweden. Oh, the uh the Nordic countries, Simon. I forget about them. I feel what like them in like Norway. Total mean? What does that mean? Hold up, hold up. What is order by total? That would mean total metals. And if you're probably ordering it by like gold. Um
0: then then the russian olympic committee apparently is first i don't really understand it five oh oh yeah russian that would olympic be committee yeah because russia can't attend but anyways <laughs> um go canada i bleed mm-hmm. maple syrup good work mm-hmm. keep mm-hmm. going over there make your country proud what's your favorite event have we done this have we talked about this i don't let's believe talk have, about this but i've
1: been yeah let's talk about it
0: here's what's your favorite event pause no, 2.2 two part question. Mm-hmm. Favorite event, most impressive event. And if they're mm-hmm. the same, that's fine, but I think they differ mm-hmm. a little bit.
1: Man, there's so many impressive things in the Olympics, I got to be honest. There cuz a lot of them are so niche that like you and I would never think of doing them, but these people have dedicated years to, you know, being the very best at them. So my favorite to watch, Simon is probably the snowboarding halfpipe i think that's just cool i think it's like a fun event you watch people just do as many like tricks as they can in a certain amount of time you know packed full entertainment another like sorry i have to give an honorable mention i do like watching speed skating too it's like it's really mesmerizing watching them do those crossovers and then their like strides or like when they have that straight on front camera you see them like moving at the same time it's really satisfying but um i think the most impressive for me um is the skeleton. Simon. <laughs> Isn't that ridiculous that people do come that? Come on. Come on, man. What? You like the skeleton? No, I didn't say I like it. I said it's
0: most impressive. Most impressive.
1: Okay. Okay. Oh, I can respect yeah. that. Yeah, I'm um, like I'm going my favorite to watch is is the halfpipe with an honorable mention to the speed skating and then the most impressive is going to be
0: What's the worst one? Let's let we got to be a little bit cruel here to this. Cause I I've got mine on ready to fire, fire then, curling.
1: Mm, disagree.
0: Oh, how how man, come on! How can you watch that? How can you watch that,
1: dude? It's just like geometry on ice. It's so it, cool.
0: Listen, I'm not an anti curler.
1: You sound my like my sister.
0: It. My sister, she might get mad that I I'm saying this. She was like she was on my high on her high school's uh, curling team. Good for her. I couldn't go. I couldn't go because I was just getting so frustrated. I think out of all of the sports in the Olympics, it requires the least athleticism. Ooh. Ping pong is up there. Ping pong is up there.
1: Oh no! But... Ping pong is way more athletic. So yeah, do you agree? Yes, with Yes, it is. No, but do no, you I'm not saying. You? I think ping pong is more athletic than you think it is. But I also think that curling. Do you take ping um, pong is, seriously? Is I feel like you do. I feel like you wouldn't just like, like I feel like you
0: would just go nuts. Are you good at ping pong? I think I'm pretty good. If like, Um, like you're good, I I I think think I'm pretty good. I don't know. Um, Anyways, um, can I give you my answers? I'm gonna give you my answers. Yeah, yeah. So, what I the sport that I like watching the most, um, is ice hockey. And I know that's like a super cheap answer, but cheap, I just change, love, change. I just love international ice hockey. I love, okay. I can't say it. No, like add another one. We already know hockey's your favorite sport. No, but can I just, can, I just want to say one little thing about that. I just like the international play. I like particularly this woman's team. They're disgusting. Little Mary Philippe Poulin, just pew, pew, pew. we've got the next, uh, mfp with uh sarah fillier but okay um i really enjoy watching figure skating because hmm. i know how difficult that could be do you and, like this the sum of firsthand uh, i've done figure skating classes before for like edge work and stuff <laughs> oh yeah it's awful the stuff that like you do on skates is just ridiculous and listen I like the outfits the costumes are cool (laughs) they look great like I don't know I like the music man come on you're not down you're not down for a little figure skater you're telling me that you don't get fired up when during the run of Scott Moore and Tessa Virtue you don't get fired up about that you're lying you're lying if you don't
1: like i'm happy for them but you don't think it's you don't you want you won't enjoy it like you wouldn't watch it i'll watch it no i'll watch it i just, just won't, won't like enjoy it. choose to watch it over other things you know what i mean okay all right um, um but yeah it is impressive don't get me wrong doing like jumps like that on skates is ridiculous for sure
0: yeah anyways um moving forward
1: past let me say the worst sport i didn't i didn't i didn't give you my worst you just completely ignored that question no i know um because i feel bad you know for kind of saying this but cross-country skiing absolutely
0: rip them what
1: cross-country skiing simon oh come on man that's tough dude you're just watching people ski it's just hiking on skis i'd rather watch you go fast on the skis not like do your best to do a marathon on the skis you know what I mean? Like it's it's How cool. They go they fast. Go? They go far. I think. I don't know. I would say like thirty k something like that.
0: The Olympic website is very well designed. It's a great user experience. Okay. Um. Go Canada. Uh. Woo. Jacob, let's 30. Yeah. let's finish off here with. What topic? What topic? Sorry, I feel Simon. Like
1: we can you, can you repeat that? I cut out real quick.
0: No, it's okay. Uh, what topic would you like to finish off with for this episode? We can take it in a, in a couple of directions here. Um... Oh, Simon,
1: I know we love the Leafs here, but we got to talk about Team Canada's, like kind of on this Team Canada binge, we might as well just go into the soccer.
0: I, I'm down.
1: I am down. Break down where so, they're at. Pretty me? Break down where they're at for everyone. What's the situation?
0: Just pretty historic.
1: Pretty historic. Because yeah.
0: We're at the top. So it's not very difficult for us to find where we stand right now. Mm-hmm. Um Jacob, we are on the verge of qualifying for Qatar. What's
1: Qatar, Simon? The next World Cup, okay. Man. Um, that sounds crazy to say that Canada might go to the World Cup. I don't want to jinx it. Not we're not saying definites here. We don't. No, no, no. We are. We're going. No, like, no, like, no, no, I don't no, 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 no. Simon, no, 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 you like, know we're this going. podcast we're... track record. We're not talking about them being for sure in because I promise you they lose the next two games. Um, Jacob, even if so, we lose you know, the next
0: two games, we just have to like, like, we're like we're Simon, going. Simon, to I don't
1: want to hear it. <laughs> I don't want to hear it yet. Okay. I need guarantees, but I never thought like we'd see Canada going to the World Cup in my, I don't want to say lifetime, but like my lifetime.
0: So, Jacob, what do you think their record is for the, their past five games?
1: Is it not like five, oh, and oh?
0: Yep. Yeah. Nice. nice and nice, nice. the 11, in the, in the 11 games they've played, the matches how many losses do
1: they have one it's like one or two. Zero. undefeated oh. so he's just drawn and one
0: just 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 milking it bro
1: i love their 30 or 5 year old goalie too he's like standing on his head and he's like 35 36 it, I, yeah i love it um goals for 19
0: Goals against five. Our goal <sighs> differential is fourteen. The next is USA at twenty. I uh, at sorry fourteen. The next is night is nine. With the USA, okay, but we have twenty. Can have I 25 ask twenty-five points?
1: Mm-hmm. And twenty-one. Yes, you have a question. What's up? Do we really? you know, are we going to the world cup for the experience or are we going to the world cup to compete? See, man,
0: I think we're a force. I have, n- I'd love to mm. get someone who knows what they're talking about.
1: I would too. Cause I like, from me, from, you know, my soccer knowledge, I think the CONCACAF is probably the, like in the bottom two weakest um, associations when it comes to soccer. Right. Cause you look at like okay. Europe, disgusting. You know, you look at Asia and Africa; like they are consistently good as well. Um, you know, when was the last time a like a Concacaf team was good? Mexico yeah, I don't made know. the quarterfinals but, one year.
0: We're gonna get someone on to talk about this team because I think they deserve it.
1: Probably Davies, um, um, but if not, not we'll find someone else. Probably Alfonso Davies.
0: Yeah, we're in talks. Um. The time zone—it's difficult for yeah. uh, so we'll scheduling out. and stuff. But no, I think we because I—I I don't know anything. I have no yeah. idea, right? All I know is I get fired up when Brampton, man's <laughs> are just scoring just unreal goals against uh, El Salvador in. El Salvador. Did you see
1: that? Um, that one crazy fluke goal. Oh bro, I have
0: it. Mean? I have it as my wallpaper. Like that's they crazy. This team is good. I think they're good. Like and... on your work 11
1: games. That's impressive, you know? Like
0: a goal differential
1: yep. of 14? Yeah, over that many just games. Chillin', just chilling. That's bro, not chillin'. that's not coincident. That's not, no. you know, luck. Just so
0: win baby. That's all I have to say. I don't care. Just win. Just This
1: will be win. I mean, yeah, one of the only times about soccer on this. So we'll, you know, if, if until anyone um, has any. Until
0: Alfonso comes.
1: Yeah, until we get him. But, you know, if anyone has any things to add, send us a message, send us a text, whatever. Um, you know, we'd love to learn more about this team and. Yeah, just be uh, be a part of the bandwagon. So I am buying a jersey, though, like that is happening. Um, Six pot on the back? Yeah, no. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I'm going. And then we'll get the press passes to Qatar soon, right? Where is Qatar? Um, is that where? What Middle country East is that in? It's in is that, is Qatar. That a is a, a country. Yeah. A country? Oh, good. All right. It's the only country uh, in the world that starts with Q. How do you know that? I really like geography, Simon. We don't talk about that. you? A lot, but I really do. Oh, I love it.
0: That's weird. Alright everybody uh, Thanks for listening um, We appreciate the support uh, Tune back in And uh, go Canada go
1: Thanks for listening everyone.